You already know we have great taste in everything. Cocky much? Hey, hey, I'm trying to sell things here. Like I was saying, you already know we have great taste in everything. Amazon has noticed too. So they gave us our own store. Our own storefronts, actually. That's the same no, thing. No, no, it's not. I got mine. You got yours. So all of the misfits that love you can shop your favorite things. And the ones that love me, which is the majority. Now who's the cocky one? Huh? What? <laughs> n n nothing. <laughs> Back to my point. All the misfits that love me can shop my favorite thing. So make sure you click the link in the description of this podcast. Or wherever you're listening to it. Well, you still talking? Mama got this. Girl, what? Who? who? <laughs> Whatever platform you're on, there should be a link or the words on the screen. Click or type that in. Enjoy, Misfits. All right. Ready. Welcome to the Aka Minority Podcast, episode 144. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Shuttlesworth, aka Aretha Franklin, and with me as always is the magnificent, smooth like butter. I'm talking about she glides like a horse with skates on, smooth like hot combs on nappy ass hair. She had me paralyzed the way her neck was smelling sweeter than some neck bones. A plate of yams with extra syrup. Lady Godiva. Hello. Hi, how, how are you doing? You? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? After that introduction, I'm feeling marvelous. Thank you. You welcome. You got, got us out here feeling like we smoked a whole oh that presidential. <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. My heart just being fast as hell. But I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing listen, I'm doing pretty good. Because Tracy Ellis Ross blessed, blessed, blessed me, and in turn, and in and in extern, well, in in blessing me, she blessed you too. How's that? Let me know. Let us know. Let us know. First of all, she left a comment on my video. Oh said, my god! <laughs> and then she said, "I love your curls," and I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I'm framing this." Yes. I'm framing this. Cause remember, Pattern Beauty kept on saying, "Hey, can you make this video? Hey, can you make this video?" And I'm like, "Man, man, what? What? Why y'all want me? Man, what? Huh?" Then why? I, I made that one video. Like, man, ain't no beauty petition. Ain't no beauty YouTube. But I'm just telling y'all like it is. Come like, well, I'm like, I hope they don't think I'm like a beauty petition and shit. But come to find out that Tracy is filming my videos. Yes. Like Shout Tracy. Out to Tracy. Like Tracy Ellis. Right. Like like yo. Like yo, I'm so yeah, I'm getting I'm I don't care what nobody say. I got like some shit from like I'm I'm getting that front. It's getting the front. That's that comment getting the front. Like anybody got something to say about my hair, I'm just gonna pull out that comment like ugh, the 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 hair goddess don't think so. Cause people be hating on curly hair, man. People still hating on curly hair. The, the curly hair movement is going strong, hard in these streets. People are trying to diminish the curly hair movement. Some people making videos. I don't know how much they paid y'all to make those videos, but y'all lying in the video. I'm just saying. Listen, man. Don't listen to these crazy ass people in these videos. One girl, one girl made a video about pattern beauty. Mm -hmm. She did a demonstration of it in the video. Got to the end of the video. Your hair is looking beautiful, right? It's popping. You can, we, mind you, I guess she thought she was on like a podcast or she wouldn't actually show on her face because you can literally see the, the fineness and the shininess in the curls. And this motherfucker going to go, y'all, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I said, oh I, I, I had to pause to be all like, she do know. I started, you know, like you start talking to yourself. Nobody's in the room with you. You just start talking to yourself. I'm like, she do know. That we we can see her, right? So I went back to her other videos. And I was like, yeah, her hair don't look this good in those other videos. So she do know that we we can we can we, girl we we can see you. We see that your hair is not that popping on the regular. So why are you out here lying on the God? Like I I really feel like somebody paying y'all to do this. 
That's crazy. Mm-mm-mm. It's nuts. So yeah, don't believe these crazy ad reviews telling y'all this ain't this, that, that ain't this, and this ain't that. Just let them know that, bitch, I'm scrapped. Roll with some killers that'll cut your throat, and they don't drink Pepsi. They just sell Coke. Young Jeezy, Young Jeezy crazy, man. Young Jeezy said, all I do is talk to blow. It's like my brain on drugs. See me, talk, see me out do my thing in clubs. Listen up. Jeezy got a little riddle. Yo, people don't appreciate Jeezy, man. All my gangsters, they gonna ride to this. They gonna shine to this. Jeezy was talking about how he made his, he made his verse to do the damn mm-hmm. thing. He was like, man, I was just hanging out with Fat. Because, you know, Fabulous, this is public information. Public information. Because, you know, Fabulous was hanging out with BMF, the, the, the gang, the, the, the black, black mafia family. Jeezy used to be hanging out with BMF, black mafia family. So, like, one night, they was like, hey, man, I fuck with your shit. Come to the studio. And Jeezy was like, okay, cool. So, Jeezy said he went to the studio, and Fabulous started playing some hard-ass shit. He said this motherfucker started playing Breathe. And he was like, oh, I Damn, he trying to press. Why he playing this song? Trying to press me? Like who the fuck am I? So he was like, "I got this other song. You can get on the hook if you. I mean, you can get on the hook and you can write a hook." So Jesus get the writing. He was like, "Man, I like man. I gotta get a verse too." He was like, "Oh, for real? Okay, cool, whatever." He said he was like laying on the floor writing his verse. He said some people was doubting the verse was gonna be good. He said he got in the booth. It was like three in the morning. He said he got in the booth. He was like. My phone is tapped, and so is the living room. You can't hide the money here. You need a bigger room. He's like, everybody just started freaking out. Mind you, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, man, y'all like my verse? Like, y'all niggas is friends with Fabulous. Like, a lyricist type nigga. And y'all like my verse? Like, people, but G, I like Jesus' verse. My phone is tapped, and so is the living room. You can't hide the money here. You need a bigger room. Like, Jesus, Jesus. Why am I yelling? Jeezy had them verses. Yeah, he did. Like, he would come in. He always came in, and it will be, like, some lyrical. Like, not lyrical. Not li- <laughs> Not, I ain't even trying to play you, man. I ain't even trying to play Jeezy. Jeezy come in, it'd be catchy as fuck. That's true. Like, every time he come in. Hold on. I'm trying, I'm trying to get to the verse. I'm trying to get to the verse verse. Hold on, I'm trying to find. Y'all, I'm trying to find. Yeah, my phone is tapped, and so is the living room. Can't hide the money here. We need a bigger room. Let me show you what I stand for. Jesus Schwarzenegger, call me commando. On that Remy morning, nigga, matter of fact, I ain't Fat Joe, but I can make you lean back. Say your ammo. Don't waste it. Got niggas dodging bullets like they in the Matrix. Gene Scrap with a better clip. Carbon 14, got six clips. Pillsbury, nigga. I got a lot of dough. Call me Boston George. I got a lot of O's. They place orders, so I bake cake. I'm a bodybuilder. I pump hella weight. If you see the diamonds in my damn chain, it ain't hard to tell I do the damn thing. Like, listen. Mm. You want to know how to do it? Man, listen. Jesus, Jesus, man. Jesus. That boy said, hey, Jeezy opened up. You better believe. You ain't never seen them pies talking so much white. It'll hurt your eyes. I really live it, man. Talking so much paper. It'll hurt your hands. I'm the author of the book. Yeah, Genius wrote it. Every now and every bird, I seen it all. I didn't, I didn't exaggerate one line one time. Oh, man. Jesus made Jesus made Jesus made selling dope sound beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Till you realize all the consequences that come with selling dope. <laughs> but you be like, God damn, man! Especially, oh my God, his, his listen. This ain't this a mailbag episode, so we are gonna get to the mail. But I just want to appreciate Jeezy's verse on the way he opened up "Boys in the Hood." Them boys in the because Jesus was popping at that time. I don't think people realize Jesus was popping at that time. So when we heard he was in a group like Boys and Hood, it was like Jesus gonna be in Boys and Hood because back in the day we just had like the streets is watching. So we had streets is watching. It was nothing else. So you just ready. So you just eager for some more Jeezy. 
that motherfucker came. That motherfucker came on that um them boys in the hood. Boys in the hood, and they said, if it's taking too long to lock up, bring it back. You was shot anyway, so bring a stat. Man, that shit was fucked up. I wouldn't even know. I ain't had to open up a whole thing since 94. I don't think y'all caught that. So, um, <clears throat> hi, my name is Jesus Shuttlesworth, and this is Trapology. I am your teacher for the day. We're going to, we're going to dictate and direct and break down and critique. Young Jeezy, boys in the hood verse. Them boys verse. He said, if it's taking too long to lock up, bring him back. Mm. I'm not going to say too much because I, I don't know shit about shit. I'm just telling y'all shit about, I'm just telling y'all about some shit I read. When you sell somebody some cocaine, you sell it to them wet. If you selling it, if you selling it fast, you selling it wet. I remember, I remember, see, I used to talk about how he was the he was the he was the he was sell that bomb so fast that it that it um that it go bad. Sometimes you sell it too fast, it go bad. So you can sell it fast, and when you sell it fast, it's still wet because it's all stove type shit. You just you just bad it up, right? It's wet, mm -hmm. it's wet. So you say if it's taking too long to lock up, cause you know it just treat it treat it like hair. Cause you know how like when you wash your hair, your hair not gonna stay wet all day. Your hair is gonna get dry. So your hair is gonna get dry and come to its absolute product absolute lastness it's actually look at it like y'all people that use that get that cow that cow cheese when you're making mac and cheese in the oven when you first get it out you gotta wait for it to settle for it could be what it's gonna be so that what dope is dope is like you cook it then you gotta let then you gotta wait for it to lock up when it lock up you can break it down and sell it to you know nickels dime bad whatever you want to do again kids don't sell drugs because drug drug selling leads to getting in jail and getting in jail leads to a whole bunch of a whole bunch of stuff that you don't even oh i got I, I gotta tell i got oh shit that this has nothing to do with that but i gotta tell that story huh yeah go right I'll, ahead i'll wait to the middle of the podcast because this is a, this is a, uh every time it's a middle back so i want to talk my ass off Every time it's a meal back up, so I got to talk my ass off. But anyway, anyway, kids, anyway, kids. So don't sell drugs, kids. Don't sell drugs. Drug selling, drug, drug selling is very bad, kids. Just make a rap song about it. I'm joking. Do not make rap songs about selling drugs. Just don't do that shit. Go to school, get your education. Cause in jail, you gotta do whatever they tell you to do. And I don't, I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't like, I don't like, I don't like being told when I can take a shower. If somebody that take a shower three times a day, I do not want to be told to do. Anyway, if it's taking too long to lock up, bring it back. Then he then he threw an insult at you. He said, you was shot anyway. So bring a stack. So he said, I gave you the work. You was shot $1,000 on the work. But you going to complain about the work? Oh, you was shot anyway. So bring a stack back with you. Since you want to be a bitch. Since you want to be a bitch-ass nigga and complain about the work not getting hard quick enough for you. Then dude, then dude got smart with Jeezy on the phone. He said, man, that shit was fucked up. Then Jeezy said, I wouldn't even know. I ain't had to open up a whole thing since 94. I think Boys in the Hood was like, what, 2004? I think so. So he haven't had, he haven't had to sell... He haven't had to sell some shit out the pack from inside the pack. Y'all, I don't know nothing about drugs, y'all. I'm just trying to educate. I'm just trying to be I'm just trying to be funny, y'all. So if y'all hopefully none of none of y'all listening sell drugs and be like, man, hey, how you do? Hey, I don't 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 text me. Don't 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 text me. Don't y'all don't got my damn number. Don't email me no stupid shit. I'm just gonna email, I'm 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 gonna ignore that shit. Don't be like, man, that ain't what you do with drugs. Dog, I don't know nothing about drugs. I know drugs from TV shows. Snowfall. The wire, power a little bit. Yo, power getting trash. Yo, shit like that. The Sopranos, like, don't be like, yo, that ain't what happened with drugs, man. I know, I know drugs from New Jack City. Okay. As far as I'm concerned, they cook, they cook drugs in the crack house with no, with no, with, in their underwear, so people can't steal the drugs and can't be wearing a wire to work that day. So that's what I know about drugs. I don't know nothing about drugs. Okay, because I was that one person. You do it, yo. Shut up, because it is probably how you do it. Because in fifth grade, in fifth grade, my twin, she looked up how to make crack, and like did a whole presentation on it. And in, in fifth grade, mind you, that must be interesting. 
in fifth grade, yo, mind you, the technology we have now is not the technology then. So how the hell she was able to look up on Ask G's how to make crack cocaine? I remember, I should call her, because she had, like, she printed out and everything. And they, like, let her do this. They didn't let her make crack, but whatever, you know what I'm saying? It was like, wait, why the fuck, how the fuck, like, who the fuck is your teacher? My, my, oh, man, shout out to Margaret Mitchell, shout out to Margaret Mitchell Elementary School. You know G.A. Town is shutting, I I sound stupid. You know GA Town. You know you know you don't even know what the hell GA Town. GA Town is actually shutting down. Oh wow! Like yeah, somebody hit me up last week. Like yo, you went to GA Towns? I went to GA Town, and I was like, yeah, I went to GA Towns. And they were like, you know it's shutting down, right? And I was like, what? GA oh, Towns, man. Oh, an important place. Huh? It must be an important place. <laughs> it's my elementary school. Well, that was my second. I went well from 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 kindergarten to fourth grade. I went to I went to I went to Margaret Mitchell. Then from fifth grade to fifth grade, I went to GA Town. So then we moved across town, so that you know, so we moved across town, so I had to go to GA Town. So I damn, I wonder what I wonder what's going because that's not the first. It's not the first elementary school in like in Atlanta to be shut down. I wonder what's going on with these elementary schools because I eventually, I went to, I went to hell. I went to hell. I mean, I mean, I went to B. Usher. B. Usher got shut down. I think they turned that into a high school, but B. Usher was horrible. B. Usher was like a damn, whoo. That's when I said, that's when I tell y'all I went to school with the, with the kids from Bankhead and, and, and Bon Homes and Adamville. Oh, God. That was, that was, fuck it, black people listen to the podcast. That was that was that was that shit. You know how your parents tell you it's not your parents, Lady Godiva. But you know black people. I'm talking to y'all. You know how your parents t- see. I, that's how that's how rumors get started. You see how you know y'all know how black people. Y'all know how y'all black parents tell y'all it's black people and niggas. Woo! I, I got the experience first. I'm glad. Oh god, I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't go to Tri Cities. Uh, I'm glad I didn't go to Tri Cities and Bays. Oh man, that'd have been all kind of bad. <laughs> Oh man, I I went that type. Of, I ain't that type of black person. I can't. Have, I don't like those environments. Those environments are very dangerous. But shout out to everybody that did go to Tri Cities of May. I probably no. I, I probably wouldn't. I probably would have went to May. Tri City High School. Shout out to, shout out to Andre Three Thousand. Tri City High School. But I would. I would went to. I would went to May. May. Ooh. Ooh. I would have some great football experience. But other than that, I would not. I would. Have, I would not have had a fun time. Cause I don't think I was black. I wasn't black enough for those schools. <laughs> I definitely know I couldn't go to Doug. Oh hell no! Nah. I had oh hell no! Nah. I had to retire from school. I had to drop out of school. I'd be fighting every day. <laughs> hey, you little black boy, you think you white? Then that thing, you know, you got to fight like forty drugs. Oh god, nah, I couldn't go to Doug. Uh uh-uh. uh. Duck Franklin Douglas High School. Killer Mike and Fre- Killer Mike. Let me just put it like this, y'all. Franklin Douglas High School is the school that Killer Mike and um, T.I. went to. I'm not I'm not as old as them, so they would not have been there. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was some bad school that was some bad school. So yeah, I, I luckily didn't have to go to those schools. Cause my mom realized, yo, I kinda accidentally moved us into the bad part of into the bad part of Atlanta. Like you knew what the fuck lady yet, yeah, lady, you knew. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like when you move somewhere out of town, you're like, oh shit, I accidentally moved to the ghetto. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie. I was about to move somewhere, right? Uh, oh shit! Remember, I was gonna move, and then you was like, "Yo, you don't want to go there. You don't want to move there." And I was like, "Oh, why?" He was like, "Because yeah." It's like that's the bad part of town, and I ain't know because I ain't from that town. So I'm like, "Oh shit!" So yeah, I think that what I think that what happened with my mom. I think my mom was like, "Yo," because remember, we moved into an environment that was safe. But outside that environment, it wasn't really that friendly because it was really surrounded by ghettos and shit. I talked to her to that about that today, and she goes, "Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know why the hell they just didn't demolish those 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 um apartments because you know they've been abandoned for years or whatever. Come, you know, after, after the fact with you know nowadays because they're trying to because they gentrify in Atlanta, like like where I used to live at over there when I was talking about, about Stewart Avenue and shit." Mm-hmm. I could probably move. We, it'll probably be safe to move back there now because they're gentrifying the fuck out of it, and it's very, it's really bad. But I'm like, that's what's happening now. I don't like it personally. I think, like I was just saying, how we just how we moved into a situation. That situation wasn't one that we found 
accustomed to our liking so we moved up out of that situation i think that's what it should be like if you move to atlanta and you move into an area that you're not accustomed to you should just honestly move up out of it you shouldn't try to change it or define it for yourself you should just move out of other people's situations because that's not your situation and try to dictate how they move over there what 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 the quote the great philosopher CeeLo Green, when we on your side of town, won't ask why we abide by the rules that y'all live by. You welcome to come, yeah, you welcome to stay. So it's like you come into somebody else's situation, you gotta abide by the rules they live by. And I wasn't and I wasn't trying to abide by the rules that they were living by. I didn't like <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> I love I I, I, I like Ralph. I like Ralph Lauren, Tom Hilfiger type shit. I was one of those dudes. Anyway, yo, what was I talking? Oh, so he goes, yo, okay, we're gonna get to. I promise y'all, we're gonna get to the mailbag. I promise y'all, it's twenty minutes into the podcast. I promise y'all. But the way he goes, you was shot in the way, so bring stat that fucked up. I wouldn't even know. I ain't had to open up a whole thing since '94. He said, "Damn." He said, well, "We ain't tripping. We'll swab it out." He said, if it's still in the wraps, we'll swab it out. I don't know about y'all, but that sounds like some good customer service to me. <laughs> he said, if it's still if it's still in the wraps and you ain't try to break it down, you ain't try to you ain't step on it, we'll swab it out. If it's still in the wraps, we'll stop it out. He said, he said, but give me about an hour to get myself. To, he said, but let me get myself together. I'ma need about an hour. Then I don't know what the dude said to him after that, because he said, I right, hold on. He said, I got real clientele. We ain't breaking shit down. We don't need no damn scale. Uh-huh. I don't know what you said to him, but he said, we ain't breaking shit down. The clientele I'm moving is moving 50 metric tons. We don't need no scale. He said, see, Rod, he worked the mill on the low, plus the weatherman said, this light chance of snow. I love Jesus, man. Shout out to young Jesus, man. Young Jeezy, a real ass nigga. Young Jeezy was out here paying DJ Drama five hundred. Okay, this is the last. Okay, this is the last. This is the last thing I'm gonna say about Young Jeezy, and then we're gonna get to the Aqua Mail. Young Jeezy was talking. Young Jeezy, Young Jeezy. It's this thing where they say you. This is thing where I talk about. I'm gonna talk about it later in the year about using what you got to get what you want to get right. Young Jeezy knew being in the drug game was a toxic situation. Young Jeezy knew that he wanted to get out of the drug game. So instead of him just living in the drug life and just letting it be the life, he decided to use a lot of that stuff to get up out of it. Like a lot of people say, if you got a job and you're making a little money with your company to stay at that job because it gives you a, it gives you a source of security, right? Yeah. Like Vans give me some security. Not in the sense that, oh, if my, if my, if my, if my, if my, if my company doesn't go well, because my company's going to do well, I'm never going to speak that, I'm never going to speak that into existence. It's not, it's not that, it's, hey, I don't have to take my company's profits and put it towards my living. I can use the other profits to put it towards the living. So, what Young Jeezy did was, he knew he he knew he knew he wanted to he knew he wanted to get out of the game. So he'd be pressing up a hundred thousand copies of Trap or Die. Hundred thousand copies of um hundred copies hundred thousand copies of the streets is watching. He'd be passing them out for free. And then you get somebody by me who 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 moved to the suburbs from Atlanta and was you know, was black and would go to the barbershop and get it for free and then turn around and sell it for five dollars at school to the white kids, to the suburban white kids. But young Jeezy, but I, but oh my God, let me tell you, I go listen, I, I, I listen, yo, shout to young Jeezy because he know this story. I be at, I be at the radio station, the local radio station, one seven nine. I get, I get all the CDs right, boxes. Oh, I do some promo, you know, I promo. I, 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 I ain't lie. Give me some posters there. Hook me up some posters. Because artists used to always swing by and bring their CD, they bring their CDs, their posters, their T-shirts. I got I got a couple pictures on Facebook. I had to find them. I remember when Soldier Boy came out with Birdwalk. And like he was like, yo. Because everybody, because everybody remembered the young. Because that's one thing I was afforded. Everybody remember the young dude interning at hot interning at the radio stage. Because I was everywhere. You want to be when you're young, you want to be everywhere. It's like, oh, such and such coming in. I don't give a fuck who it is, but I want to meet him. You know, I meet him, whatever, because I, I figured, hey, I, I, 
a contact is a contact at the end of the day, whether or not you like the person music or not. But I love Soulja Boy music, so it didn't matter. I was like, oh, I mean, I mean, the Soulja Boy. So I remember he had gave me like a whole bunch of t-shirts. He was like, yo, can you pass these out to show for me? I really appreciate it. Cool. Yo, you should see these kids. I, I got to find the pictures because you should see these kids' faces getting a Soulja Boy swag walk, bird walk shirt. They were so ecstatic. And I was like, oh, take a picture for, you know, take a picture for, um, what the boy named Soldier Boy. And they would get, you would think I gave them a million dollars. Like, that shit was always joyful. So anyway, I get the Young Jeezy shit, get the poster, get the CDs, then go to, like, the barbershop, get some more CDs, because, again, they were free. Jeezy didn't give a fuck. Jeezy was pressing up 100000 He didn't want people to hear the music. I go back to school, hey. I got the poster and the CD. You can get the poster and the CD for $10, or you can just get the CD for $5, or you can get the poster for $5. So what you want to do? Man, I was not, man. Listen, Young G, let, let me clarify something. I didn't get 100. Young Jesus didn't give me 100,000 copies of the fucking shit. So let's not, so let's not be watching my pockets at home, y'all. Like, 100,000? No, he pressed up 100,000. I didn't get 100,000. <laughs> I went. Now I wish I did. I, I don't. Think, I, I that would have been a wait. Nobody. If I got a, if I would have had got all the hundred thousand of the pressed up CDs, then nobody would have ever heard the streets is watching. Cause ain't a hundred thousand people in my damn school that's gonna buy the damn streets is watching or anything. But yeah, I was making. I was making a killing. Cause they. Cause I was making a killing. Cause you know those those white kids. They they can't go into the bar. They can't go into the barbershops and shit. I mean they can, but you know they're scared. They think barbershops are like danger zones or some shit. But it's like. No, they're just welcoming you in there. They cut white people hair too. Especially getting the fade. I suggest, yo, if you're getting the fade, I highly suggest you let a black man cut your hair if you're getting the fade, even if you're white. Because they're going to hook your shit the fuck up. Anyway, what about tomorrow? Oh, man, this so, uh, dog, fam. I'm a, I'm a, yo, we're going to get to the Akama. Every, every time I try to do every time we try to do an Akama episode, I just end up talking. <laughs> So anyway, he went to Young Jeezy. I mean, Young Jeezy went to DJ Drama. DJ Drama was a was a local, was a local DJ Drama was a local DJ making the name in the in the street. He went up to him. He said, "Y'all want to do your mix? I want you to do me a mixtape." He said, "DJ Drama's like playing to the left, whatever." So then he went. To DJ Drama said, "Hey, remember this? What remember when I told y'all? Use what you got to get what you going to get to get where you're trying to go." So Young Jeezy knew he could afford to spend five hundred dollars. To get a show tape made, which is just DJ drama, yep, make putting your show tape together. Just, just press, because people have to remember back in the day, about two, was it, 2002, 2004 type shit? Computers were, people really didn't know how to use computers at that time. Like, it's really, like, it sounds like a foreign thing to now, because, like, a three, a three, my niece Kylie can, can navigate a tablet. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, nobody, a lot of, well, I did. Cause I used computer. I was a nerd. Not a nerd, but you know what I'm saying. Considered a nerd because I know how to use computer. A lot of people didn't know how to use computers. True. So you, so he had DJ Drama. DJ Drama put together a mix CD form, which is just a show CD, which was just lining up the, which which is just lining up Young Jeezy songs in the order that he was gonna do it in the show, so it could just run through. He was paying DJ Drama five five hundred dollars every week. So if you're putting it, so if you're putting this, so if you're making this CD, you got to listen to it for you can listen, but you can at least hear the end of the song and the beginning of the song. He said, so after like a couple of weeks, DJ Drama's like, yo, that shit you make pretty hot. Cause he said he would go to him every week. Young Jesus was like, man, I was getting one show a month, but I didn't give a fuck cause I wanted him to listen to it so he could hear that I was dope. So I was going to him every week. So Young Jesus breaking him off 500, 500 a week. He said he knew it was gonna pay off, so eventually did drum was like, yo, I wanna do we can do it. let's do the mixtape. He's like, for real? Yeah. So that's when he chopped up. That's when he, that we that we started. That when Young Jeezy hired the camera crew to follow him, filming shit. They got the camera crew to film him. Young Jeezy edit that's when Young Jeezy learned how to edit edit a video. Learn how to edit video. He pressed up a hundred thousand copies of the C D, I mean of, of the mixtape, pressed up a hundred thousand copies of the D V D and was just passing out for free. Wow. So that drug money, I don't condone. I don't, yo. Listen, if you're listening to this, y'all don't don't sell drugs, man. But I condone people that get in it with a plan. You can't. I can't knock that. I mean, you have to understand the consequence of going to jail. Like that's a risk that you run. But if you're getting in it and you have an out, 
then I, I can't I can't say to I can't knock you too much but tell you how wrong it is you should get the fuck out of it because because one thing we don't talk about in society and um, we're gonna get to the Akramel is that a lot of a lot of a lot of institutions in society were built upon the foundation of illegal of illegal of illegal money or mafia funded money like that's like if you really want to touch upon it America is built on shaking ground. Not not even talking about the Native American shit. I'm talking about like that, like the the corporations of America will tell you. Corporations of America, they probably some of them probably took it down there, but they would tell you, hey, during prohibition, we was running speakeasies, all kind of dirty shit was going on. Absolutely. But then they went, then they went clean when they could financially afford to go clean, or they could financially afford to be free of the mafia. A lot of these people was connected with the mafia and shit, so. When they when they when they crack it down on these black businesses and all these other black people that's trying to that's trying to do this that and the third to get up out of the situation, they know that 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 doing that to get up out of the situation works for them. So they try to keep you down by putting in these laws that now restrict you from doing the same fucking thing that they did to get free. Hmm. Cause think about all these mafia people, all the, the mafia, the mafia bankroll Hollywood. The mafia did the mo- like all these banks, the mafia m- bankrolling banks and shit. So it's like the, all these institutions, these hundred and twenty year uh, shit. I, I people, people. Um, I don't want to get we gonna get to the Akamel, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. We probably gonna, we probably gonna get to like three and then we gonna we gonna get to a couple. Uh, next week gonna be an all Akamel podcast episode. Sorry, y'all. Cause what what it was? Cause Gucci. If you look at the history of Gucci, cause. Yo, I'm telling y'all, in the next couple months, something gonna happen with Gucci, and it's gonna break my it's gonna break my heart. But just remember, dog, just remember what they did, and just remember they pandering to y'all. I can't, I can't. I only think I can legally say what they're doing, and I don't, I don't even, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even gas it up anyway. But somebody gonna do something. Somebody about to do something with Gucci, and it's gonna break. It's gonna. Oh man, it's gonna. It's gonna make a lot of y'all. It's gonna make. It's gonna make a lot of y'all think it's cool again. So that's why I made that. My uncle Tom said that this was cool to wear again in reference to Gucci, cause that's gonna make y'all. That's gonna make y'all. That's gonna, cause a lot of y'all morals is low. So that shit gonna make y'all go. Hmm. Yo, I'm back on board. Don't be back on board. Cause that. Cause you know. Cause Gucci only doing it because they see that black people are not buying their product anymore. Gucci. Gucci's Gucci's profit margin has not even not even dropped fifty percent, but damn near sixty sixty five percent. That's a lot of fucking market share to drop. Their media presence has went down, so now they understand. Hey, we can't tell you black people what we're going to do to fix a problem. We're gonna we're gonna try now. We're gonna try to bring. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to pander hard to y'all. And then trust me, from what I know. If this shit go through, this some oh my god, this y'all gonna a lot of people gonna eat it up, but I think a lot of y'all gonna see right through it. And I'm gonna be the first. I'm just know I pointed this out today. What is it? September 29th or whenever I made that post. What it was September 22nd or something? Just keep in mind I pointed this out to y'all months months before it happened. And just know I told y'all this shit was gonna happen. And they're trying to pander to y'all. They really don't care about black people or anybody. They just they, oh trust me, trust me. Anyway, what was I talking about? Jeezy? But yeah. So shot the young yo, we don't appreciate young Jeezy. A lot of these corporations, a lot of these corporations are backed by blood money. Cause, cause keep in mind, we we celebrate the white gangsters in America, but we condemn the black ones. Doing the same exact shit, only wearing different clothes. But that's a deep but that's a definitely that's a deeper conversation for a deeper day. So anyway, just remember y'all. Don't fall for don't don't fall for Gucci honey trap. <laughs> That's a double nut time. Damn, I hope I wanted to y'all catch that. Anyway, let's get to the Akamel because it's getting sad now. I'm getting sad. <laughs> Cause I'm about to start cussing Gucci out. And I don't want to do that. Cause fuck them. Fucking bitches. Awkward mail. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the Aquamel, where you ask for questions and advice and we give it to you. If you would like if you would like for us to answer your question or you need some advice or if you're Gucci and you want to know what you should do, which is just not exist anymore and just 
get the fuck up out of our lane or stop pandering to black people and just pander to those white people that you love so motherfucking much. Yo, I'm gonna say this. Black people. White people should not have more more skin in the game than you about black issues. But anyway, black white people really be out here on the front line for some of y'all. Well, for us, and y'all be like, I'm with this shit anyway. What, nigga? What? How, how the fuck a white person care more about black issues than a black person? Come on, Tom. Tom. I'm st- I never called people Tom in my life, but I swear to God, 2019, I'm started. Cause some of y'all acting like a bunch of yo. That shit ain't embarrassing. That's like, it's some Arabic issues go on, right? And it's totally offending Arabic people. And like, I'm riding harder than Lady Godiva. You ought to be like, what the fuck, right? Right. So get with the fucking program, y'all. You is you black or you black by default? Cause trust me, baby, there's a difference. They make shitty clothes anyway. They make bottom tier. Actually, I shouldn't be. They make bottom tier clothes. And I appreciate all the black people that follow me that like the post. It was like, yo, I love that was sharing the post. I think 50 people shared the post. So I appreciate all the people that shared it because I was ready to argue. I was like, man, I'm about to argue with you niggas today. But everybody seemed to be liking it. So I don't want to be, I don't want to yell at y'all black people because I know that none of y'all are doing it. People that listen to this podcast like fuck Gucci. Even if you can't afford Gucci, I can afford Gucci. And trust me, I wouldn't wear that ten times. I wouldn't buy I wouldn't wear that if they paid me. And trust me, they have tried to pay me before. I like I ain't like Gucci before that shit. I think Gucci made trash ass clothes in the beginning with it. Made bottom tier, bottom wrong ass buy some Louis Vuitton, y'all. Buy some Versace and call it a day. Shot two chains over there besides you doing a lot of nice things. Anyway, what do we have today? All right. This first one is short. It is, would it be insulting or offensive to give someone a gift when making amends? I hurt someone badly recently by accident, and before I could collect my thoughts and properly make amends, they said they wanted some time. After a few weeks, I'm going to visit them again and say what I have to. Would bringing a gift be insulting or offensive? I feel like they would take it as a poor attempt of apologizing or I'm overthinking it. Hmm. You got this, Lady Godiva? You go. Please go. Yo, how old is your friend Maya? <laughs> My friend? Yeah, your 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 friend Maya. Uh, I don't. Who's Maya? <laughs> you know my the singer Maya. Oh, the singer Maya. Yeah, she's fr- young. young. <laughs> Yo, how how old? Is it? I could have sworn Maya got to be like forty, right? She's thirty-nine. Yo, I yo, she like she yo. I just want to point out she's vegan, by the way. Vegan to change life, y'all. Cause look at Maya. Maya out here looking like she. Maya out here looking like she's nineteen. Yes, she is glowing. That's that, that's that vegan glow, y'all. Y'all, y'all can get that glow too, man. Hey. Trying to act like you don't know your friend. Y'all talk all damn time. I be, I be seeing you talk to each other in the comment section. <laughs> all, all, all up in the comment section, man. I'm like, oh, okay. Like oh oh y'all y'all friend friend y'all friend friend y'all friend friend okay I see I see you out here still making yeah, that she does look amazing yeah I had opened up Instagram she was like the first picture I saw I'm like oh god like if like if like honestly if I didn't know who Maya was from like from a chat from from a, when I was young I would think she's a new singer that's coming on the come up or some shit. Cause she looks yeah. that she looks that young and healthy. Like she looks good. Like she looks amazing. She really does. And and her um music has like a different vibe to it. I think since she became a vegan, it's weird. Not a good weird. It's a good weird. <laughs> hey, listen, vegan to change the life, man. Look, vegan make it. Vegan, vegan to change the life, yo. Oh, but listen, y'all. Almond breeze. Almond breeze. Cause I'm thinking about it now. Almond breeze, banana milk. That shit tastes like a that shit tastes like b- banana bread, like in milk form. Almond, almond, 
it's uh, the almond banana. Oh my god, because it's blended with banana. Oh, it's good. That's pretty cool. I I, I ought to try that. I put some strawberry syrup with it. Oh, we just oh we oh we talking my language. <laughs> I love look, listen. I love listen. I love yo. Listen, power ranking, power ranking. It gonna go silk dark chocolate milk, right? Mm-hmm. Then the banana, then the banana milk from Bahama from Bahama Breeze, whatever the fuck it's called. And then it's gonna go vanilla, vanilla. I like vanilla. I like. I don't like the unsweetened one because I just drink milk straight up. But either way it go, y'all. I, man, I, I'm a smoothie fanatic. I I kill smoothies. I drink. I can drink milk straight up or just in a smoothie. Yo, I can have a smoothie every day. But I be trying to. Yeah. I be trying. I be trying to be diverse. I'm like, can I have a bagel? Can I have some fruit? I'm like, fuck that shit. I just want. Some, I just want a smoothie. Cause, <laughs> cause you know, smoothie is really just fruit. It's just you know, my smoothie be basic. But I put peaches. Strawberries and banana and milk. That's my smoothie. Really? You don't add any vegetables? Vegetables? Yeah. What kind? You gotta send me. Listen, I'm a basic bitch. You gotta send me some recipes. I don't know nothing about nothing. Shout out to Miss Angelina. Miss Angelina used to make me a smoothie and it was like applesauce and kale. And I forgot what else was in it. But that shit was, oh, that was good. Miss Angelina, shout out to her. She and she. And the, she She's still in the Filipinos with her husband, and I miss you, and I need you to come back. That's my, that's like, that's like my, that's like my grandma. I need, I need her to come back. You know, you didn't answer the question, right? Oh, the question. Oh, I don't know. I'm just off the meat right today. Um, buy. Honestly, if you're apologizing, you could buy them like a a gag gift. Yeah, buy them something that they that they all somebody they hate. But don't buy them something that they absolutely hate, like to the point that they, they think you've been an asshole. But buy them something that they hate that'll, that'll, that'll get the conversation started. Because then you come off as being try, as an icebreaker as opposed to trying to buy back their forgiveness. Now you're trying to just break the ice. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah, so buy them an icebreaker. And then, then they'll go, ha ha. You know, I don't like that shit. Like, yeah, I know. And then you'll be able to just ease into the conversation of forgiveness. Like, you know, I'm really sorry about what I did. And first of all, I want to commend you for apologizing because a lot of people they don't apologize and they just try to try to muscle through it. Mm-hmm. So first of all, commend, congrats for you for apologizing. So yeah, that's how you can, that's how you can do it. Get a gag gift. They laugh. You laugh. Now y'all back in y'all friendship. There you go. All right, next question. Next one. All the friends I know are toxic. I know a lot of people from kindergarten, and our town has a relatively small community. But for a few years, I've been dealing with insults and bullying from people that I have considered friends for a while. I always try to help people and act kind and mostly do not direct jokes at anybody but I realized that that makes me appear weak in front of these people. Recently, there was an incident which led me to think I should cut off all contact with almost all the people I know and seek out other people from outside of our community. Is cutting off communications with people I've known since kindergarten a bad decision just because I feel like the target most of the time? Would this further mess with my mental health? What will mess with your mental health is if you do stay in contact with these toxic people. Just because you've known people for so long does not mean that they're good for you or to be around you. You know, even family, a lot of toxic family. Mm. But um, as far as friends go, yeah, get outside of your community. You know? Kinda bitches, like <laughs> just go, go for it. to them bitches, and if you think I'm not in him, voodoo for you bitches. Yeah, I'm steady getting rich. Yo, won't trouble. I made enough for two women, boy. Stunt double. Get away from hey. the people, man. Toxic ass people don't change, and then they bring your energy down. Then eventually you'll be toxic too. Exactly. That's why I do yoga every day because I gotta cleanse my. I, I have to cleanse my spirit every morning. 
of any toxicity that I came in contact with the day before. Nice. Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't do that toxic. Like even if that means you got three friends, guess what? Let's drama for your mama. Yeah. Even if your mama being drama, you gotta cut the drama out. Yes. What what the boy say? Ain't nothing to cut that. Because they're not that. helping you grow. Just if they're not, if they're not watering your, if they're not watering the plant that is your mind, and you need to give them no access to your garden. Ooh, say it again. If they're not, they're not watering the the what? If they're not watering the plant that is your mind. You need to give them no access to your garden. There you go. Next, please help. I'm confused. I had multiple mental breakdowns this month, year, whatever, and I don't know how to deal with this, and I'm also scared. I feel like my parents don't really like me since they, mostly my mom, fucked up at parenting. And now as soon as I turn 19, they just think I'm a different person, and I feel I cannot really rely on them. I'm not being loved, and I don't get any support. I also don't really have friends here, and I have no one to tell about this. Because of my anxiety, everyone is leaving me. My girlfriend also left me because I'm always anxious of not being loved. I went to see the therapist lady in my school, who is a pretty nice and kind lady. I really feel great next to her because I can talk about these problems. But most of the time, I become anxious, so I'm afraid to talk to her. Sorry for all of that. Now, the real problem is that I'm having many mental breakdowns. Like I started to think about, oh, poor 14-year-old me. He's been through a lot of stuff. And I started to increase this number like, oh, poor 15, 16, 17, you know, until I arrived to my age 19. And now I feel like I'm a bit of a different person. Like I have my brain, which is me and my body, which I don't really know how to describe this. I also have had depression. I'm sorry if this is a mess. I cannot really think clearly in these kind of situations. This is my best story. First off, thank you for sending us this awkward mail. You have us to talk to. Jesus Shuttlesworth and myself, like he said at the beginning, the awkward mail, feel free to email us at any time. Um, anxiety at your age is normal, especially these days. Um, I'm sorry that you all have been exposed to so much way too early, uh, adult problems mainly, but um, this is your chance at 19 to... It's a, it's a it's a time to find yourself, and it's it's not don't put so much pressure on the fact that you have to know who you really are right now, because no one knows who they really are at that age. So, you know, you have to take it one day at a time. I've suggested before to get a journal and to write down your thoughts every day. Uh, even if it's like 10 minutes a day, uh, trust me, it will help overall, over time, too. Um, but, yeah, so anxiety is is normal. However, if you keep feeding into it, it can get a lot worse as the years go by. Because repetition is known to perfect a certain thing so like if you repeatedly feel down and anxious and full of anxiety you're gonna make you're gonna master that you know as a whole and then it, it'll become you you'll embody it and then it'll be so hard to get out of it so take baby steps to try to get out of it um but yeah Jesus Shuttlesworth, what do you got? <laughs> listen, listen. I totally agree wholeheartedly with what everything Lady Gajiva just currently said. Take her advice. Use it, please. I don't mean to interrupt this. I don't mean to interrupt nothing going on right now. 
I just have one thing to say. Mm-hmm. Rakim follows Sanquan on Instagram. Woo-wee. I saw that while you was reading that, and I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> like, why the? How the fuck did Rakim like Tracy Ellis Ross?" God damn, like cool, I know where you came from. Cause y'all sent me the product. So of course you I was on your radar and Tracy, listen. If nothing else means the world to me, you embody black excellence. Like you are black girl magic. So for you to be like, yo, I'm gonna say him something, that means that made me want to cry. I don't cry because I'm thug and fuck that shit. But how the fuck? How the fuck? I ain't got nothing but sweat inside my hands, so I dig into my pocket. I was putting in shit. How the f- what? <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! What? <laughs> I, I had to look. You know, like when somebody fought you, were like let me go check there. Like it. What? <laughs> what? Oh, and ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now smack me when it's done and make sure it's broke. What? What? Yeah, nah, bro. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Thank you, Rakim. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that is mm. I'm mm. Mm. Yeah, that's that's dope. I'm I'm. It really is. Oh my god. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Gotta play a little bit of music now. Yeah, but yo, shout out to Rakim, man. Yeah. Maybe maybe Rakim trying to enter the contest. Yo, Rakim, you don't have to enter the contest. Listen, I you don't have to enter the contest to get the free giveaway that we're doing on Sanquan. Make sure I go to Sanquan Instagram because we're running a contest from now to October twenty fifth, where we're giving out away a Sanquan prize pack that consists of one tote bag, one bloody B shirt, one Yike shirt, one one hype killer hoodie, which will be exclusive Halloween colors, one coffee mug, and a shirt of your choice. I'm I'm joking about Rakim trying to enter that contest. So I'm pretty sure he's not. But Rakim, if you are trying to get some Sanquan to hit us up, because we will make sure that we bless a God MC with some merch. Like, merch. I hate, well, it's not merch. With some clothing and some other exclusive shit. So reach out to us, Rakim. Rakim, people reach out to us. We'll be happy to bless them with some stuff. But yo, y'all make sure y'all go into the contest, because we're giving away a prize pack to two people. So not even one person gonna win. That's like, we're giving away like basically a thousand dollars. We're basically giving away a thousand dollars, y'all, in, in San Juan clothing. And we might give away some, we're gonna do giveaways on a consistent basis. I have to get it together so that we can know what the fuck I wanna get for. We'll get, figure out what we wanna give away on on the weeks. But yo, so make sure y'all follow San Juan. Make sure y'all follow all the hype killers that's tagged in the post, cause that gets you extra posts. So yeah, y'all, I'm, so yeah. We're gonna do one more Archimel. And then we're going to continue the Akamels next week. I kind of want you to do the last Akamel. And then we can get up out of here. And then we can do... I swear to God, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all that story I've been trying to tell y'all for two weeks. I'm going to tell y'all next week. Because we didn't even... Because just to show how crazy this episode is, because we didn't want to go two hours. I was going to talk about Outcast Equimini, but shit, we don't want to go over two hours this week, y'all. So I'm just being transparent with y'all. I got, I got a project I'm in the middle of working on. I had to stop I had to stop in the middle of the project to do this. So I gotta get back to the project. They probably like, where the fuck is he at? It don't don't it don't matter where I'm at. I'm a heffy. Oh yeah. It feels good to be the boss. You you the boss, you can just stop shit in the middle of it and they and they can't question it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, well I'm in I'm in the middle of doing some secret projects. So I had to stop and do this. Oh man, I meant to originally talk about Outcast. Okay, I'm talking too damn much. Okay, Eddie Godiva, read the last, read the last Archimel so that we get up out of here. Okay. My girlfriend left her Discord logged into my computer, and I wound up seeing a bunch of sexual chats pics with other guys. She doesn't know I know. Forgive my rambling here, 
I'm having a little trouble gathering my thoughts. A whole lot of suggestive pics, including nudes of her and way more dicks than I've ever wanted to see in my lifetime. So, of course, now I've seen all of this and I'm losing my mind a bit here. We've been together for three years now. I guess she has been bored with things or is looking for attention, validation from other people. Part of me wants to confront her about it and end our relationship. Part of me wants to be really petty and anonymously expose her and these people to the larger group we're all a part of on Discord before I walk away. I know it's kind of childish to be so petty, but a lot of where that comes from is her constant accuracy, ooh, excuse me, tone. Whenever I am talking my buddies to my buddies, she's always making snide comments like, how's your other girlfriend doing? Even though I make it a point not to interact with other women any more than is obviously necessary. As I am always faithful and never want to be put in that kind of position where anything can be take at, taken out of context. Again, I'm sorry for the random venting here. I'm just undecided on how to best handle all of this. Thanks for reading. Hope you all are having a beautiful day. Ooh, this is a hot mess. <laughs> right? You got to leave her. Because not only is that disrespectful to you, that's disrespectful to your relationship. And then you're in a group with people. That's disrespectful to you, your relationship. And now you, so now you're in a group with a bunch of people. Because for all y'all that don't know, Discord, a Discord is like, it's really for, it's not geek and gaming type thing, but it's for geek, it's for, it's for talking on the internet and like chat room. It's like a modern day chat room. Mm -hmm. People, people come in there, they talk in there, they hang out or whatever. It's very common in the Twitch community with people, you know, y'all know Twitch, lots of people stream video games and shit. So it's very common amongst those communities. So that means you're in a community with other people and you're soliciting dick in that community. And not like random dick. You're not, you're not like watching, you know, like what's in my last week about porn. It's not like you're watching a porno and you don't know that person. You're never going to meet that person. You don't, you don't, you don't give a fuck about that person. You're just trying to get your nut off while your boyfriend ain't around or your boyfriend ain't around. You're trying to get your nut off, whatever. You are literally sending your body parts to another person in exchange for dick pics and not like one dick pic, like several dick pics. So she violating you on several. So she just passed around her body to everybody. And you in a relationship with her. So now you out here looking like a fool. But what I don't think you should do is be petty and post her news and their news to the internet. Because that's revenge porn. That's punishable by law. No matter how mad you are. No matter how vindicated you think you will be. You are wrong if you post somebody's news to the internet without their consent. Mm -hmm. You're breaking. You're First of all, you're breaking. Regardless of how scummy she is. Just because she's scummy. Two wrongs don't take two wrongs don't make a right, but two rights make a left. Shout out to Michael Smith. Anyway, y'all, y'all, y'all like what? But anyway, so yeah, so you're you're going to be wrong if you post it, cause you're hurt. Yeah, you're hurt. But the best thing you can do is just walk away from this situation, leave this situation. For her to be making these comments about you and all this other stuff, and you, you, you literally said you stopped talking to women. That right there is a red fucking flag. When somebody's, when somebody listen, when somebody's pressing you that much and telling you that you you shouldn't be in interacting with other women or whatever, they nine out of ten they're insecure and they're doing some fuck up shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can't hang out with women. You can't have women friends. I think mostly mostly everybody I know is women, and I ain't trying to hit on none of them. And they respect my boundaries, and I respect their boundaries. And ain't never been no incident. Where it's like, yo, you can't hang out with no women. It's like, who the fuck I'm gonna hang out with, then? Cause I hate dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna hang out. I'm just gonna aggravate you all day. I'm just gonna text you all day, then. So I can't hang out with nobody else. Cause nine out of ten, most of the time, when you hang out with women, especially got a boyfriend, they gonna be complaining about their boyfriend most of the time anyway. So you ain't really talking about shit, or you just you're just kicking it cause that's your friend. 
So for her to try to make it seem like you're the untrustworthy one, got you out here distancing yourself from people, looking like a fucking creep. Cause like, oh, that dude don't talk to women. He gonna he gonna be short with you. You being all creepy with women and shit. Meanwhile, she's sending her. Meanwhile, she's sending her hoo ha to every 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 Tom, Dick, and Harry hmm. on Discord. Nonetheless, to some losers on Discord, like she disrespect, like she disrespect, she violating you, folk. And you should let her know that you appreciate this violation and let her know that this relationship y'all had is done and you're done with her. Ain't no coming back. Nah, bro. You, you not, you, 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 bro. You not, you, you, you sending it to multiple people. Yeah, like that's... one person is disrespectful enough, but one person is disrespectful enough, but that's one conscious decision. This is several conscious decisions. Yeah, because whether she's seeking validation or not, that that's disrespectful to your relationship. And uh, how much validation? I mean, that's some bullshit. She's not seeking validation. You're seeking a reason to stay with her. Yeah. Because what's going to happen now is what Lady Gaga was talking about last week with the porn is that a person feel oh, well, just maybe I'm not good enough for this person if they got to watch porn. That's what you're trying to validate in your mind. That's probably why you asked us, because that's why you, that's what you're trying to validate in your mind. Like, oh, maybe I'm not giving her enough affection. Nah, fuck that. If she's sending, if she's sending dick pics, if she's trying to seek a validation, why she getting dick pics back and shit? What they got to do with her body? Mm -hmm. She she out here bullshitting you. She out here she out here treating you as a as a as a dispensary. For she's dick. not respecting herself either, and. And that's a reflection on you too, if y'all y'all in a relationship. So, I mean, only person that be seeing, only person that should be seeing her naked is her doctor, you, and the mirror. If that's the type of relationship y'all got, y'all got an open relationship. Obviously, it don't sound like I got an open relationship. So this is some shit that she shouldn't be doing, and she shouldn't be she shouldn't be putting and she shouldn't she shouldn't be doing it and not only should she not be doing it she shouldn't be pressing you like you out here doing what's she doing like she looking for a reason to be right when she wrong she out here she out here accusing you of shit she doing can you imagine like the people in discord they probably all like know y'all already know what i'm about to play hold on hold on hold on Dick dog, listen, you better leave her. She out here playing. Listen, 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 listen. Perfect song, perfect song for you. Cause I, cause I can, cause I don't even got that much to say about this. Not this, whatever this is. I should just played this from what you call it, but I was, I was very nervous about it not working. Can y'all hear that? Yes. You said, huh? Yes. Dog, fam made a song about old boy girlfriend Fiona. So Scotty, do Scotty doesn't know that she be with me. Would she tell us she yes Sunday school? Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Don't tell Scotty. Don't tell Scotty. Mind you, Scotty's in the crowd and the whole crowd singing. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Don't tell Scotty. Don't tell Scotty. <laughs> that's Jason. That's Jason Bourne, by the way. That was singing Scotty doesn't know. The movie is Euro Trip. You've never seen it. Euro Trip is a fucking hilarious movie. <laughs> Whew, somebody said Scotty. Somebody from 2004. Scotty doesn't know. 2019. Scotty knows and watches. Some of y'all didn't get that. Some of y'all didn't get that. Man. Oh my god. Y'all some freaking motherfuckers. But yeah. <laughs> I did her on his birthday. Is one of the lines in the song. Okay. Ain't no way in God's green earth. Ain't no way on God's green earth. Somebody said the cousin Takashi six nine Scotty knows now. <laughs> So fucking dope in the comment section. Oh my god. Woo! Oh shit. Says Scotty doesn't know. So yeah. 
Dude, you gotta break up with her because she out here making you look like a fool. Like a straight up fool. She out here, she out here throwing it, she out here throwing that cootie cat at strangers on the internet. Got you looking nuts, homie. And won't want you to look nuts. So yeah. Lolo Lolo Jones, get off the internet. Look at Amber Rose and and, and look at Amber Rose and Amber. Hey, look at Amber Rose and her baby daddy. Yo, shout out to Amber. Amber about to pop. Yo, Amber, name the kid after me. I appreciate it. People don't name kids after me. I'm cool. I'm not cool like Lady Godiva. <laughs> Lady Godiva got kids named after her. Nobody naming no kid after me. They naming the kid Jesus Shuttlesworth or J. Varis. But that'll that be cool. Crazy, huh? I said that was crazy, though. Yeah, I wouldn't want no kid named after me. That's too much pressure. Now, people be having, like, just imagine Jesus Shuttlesworth. That's Junior. Like, then I'm not, I'm not gonna, now you got all this pressure to be me. <laughs> like, Michael Jeffrey Jordan kids, like, suck at basketball, but they're probably better human beings than him. But still, to the world, they're not as good as him. Fuck him. But anyway, but yeah, break up with that girl, bro. She out here make you like a fool. And on that note, thank y'all for listening to the Icon Minority Podcast. We'll catch y'all next week. Follow us on all social media. You know we be. You know we at. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like ending it like that. I'm tired. I'm. I. I, I, I get back to this project, man. Cause they text from the hell out my phone. All right. Y'all have a great night. Woo. I'm about to say you. <laughs> I'm trip. Yo, we gotta get out of here. I'm tripping. I'm about to say you too. <laughs> Woo. All right. <laughs>